Welcome to the Bhagavad Gita for Everyday Living, a podcast series by Gautam Ji, senior disciple of Swami Parthasarathy. In the second introductory episode, Gautam Ji explains how the Bhagavad Gita teaches us to perform right action, overcome worries and anxieties, and achieve everlasting happiness. How do you gain success? See, what is success? Success is achievement. Right? You achieve something in the future, you say, I'm successful. Now, any achievement is a future effect. And every effect has a cause. And what is the cause for future success is right action in the present. So when you say I want to be successful, actually what are you asking? Teach me how to be, how to do right action now. What is right action? And you will be surprised that all management emanates from the Gita. And it's just a few words which he, which he summarizes the entire right action. Put that up. Hmm. So in the 30th verse of chapter 3, the ideal action, what does he say? Renounce all actions in me. I'll explain what that means. With thoughts resting on the self, free from anxiety and attachment, fight without mental fever, vigata jwara, he calls it. This is ideal action. Renouncing all actions in me means you must work for a higher purpose. Renounce your selfishness and work for a higher purpose in life. That's the first principle of success. That gives you that power, that inspiration to work. When you're selfish, you don't want to work. You're forced to work. When you have an unselfish purpose, you are inspired to work. You don't look to run away. You don't want weekends. You want to work. You want to serve. And then he says, no worries of the past, no anxiety for the future. See, the problem with why people are not successful, they can't concentrate in the present. But when you have a higher purpose, your mind becomes calm and you're able to concentrate. And when you concentrate, you achieve. I've spoken, I've given seminars to CEOs so many times, hundreds of times. I ask them all, how much of the day do you actually concentrate on the present action? In 10 hours you're in the office. They tell me, 3-4 hours at most. Rest of the time, worried about the past, anxious about the future. All that, this is exactly what tires you, you know. That's why you feel tired. It's not work which tires you. It's worries and anxieties. So this is the prescription for success. How should you be successful? This is the formula. In fact, he see, people believe, it's so sad, you know, I told you, 
one of the saddest things is everybody believes vedanta is for retired people is not relevant for day to day life it removes your drive to work it removes your passion to work everybody believes that you know what he says in the gita when he talks about ideal actions remember this verse the 25th verse o bharata as the ignorant act attached to action so should the wise act unattached wishing the welfare of the world so he says just as the ignorant people act selfishly attached and they go all out all manhattan you see i want to gain this oh you should also be like that it's not that you should not work but your purpose is different unattached wishing the welfare of the world that's the big difference but you should not stop action so remember that in your field of action work as much as the selfish fellows working but your attitude should be work for your organization for your patients for your clients whatever field you are in but don't work don't stop work so friends you see how uh practical this is it's not against action and everybody especially in india they believe and for thousands of years they stopped action and the country deteriorated tremendously in terms of material achievement because of this misunderstanding so peace you get through control of the mind which is developing your intellect success you get through the right action which again needs intellect and finally friends all the peace and all the achievement in the world will not give you the satisfaction the fulfillment that you really are looking for that you have to understand so the whole gita is sandwiched between two words the gita starts with the word dharma which means nature and ends with the word the last word of the gita is mama last word is mama which means my the first word of the gita is dharma which means nature essence being identity that is dharma so what is the message of the gita mama dharma my nature so beyond your body mind intellect i showed you that diagram right that just showed your material equipments body you know you have mind you feel intellect you think with but beyond these three lies your real self your true dharma your essence it's called atman brahman in sanskrit consciousness reality god in english that is what you really are so 
you will find true happiness fulfillment only when you get there and you don't even have to wait till you get realization even the pursuit will give you far superior purpose and fulfillment than anything in this world that i can guarantee if you are really committed 30 years i've been full time studying this morning noon night that much at least credit you should give hmm? 30 years a long time from 20 i'm 50 now so that much i can tell you find the satisfaction far superior to anything in the world and that's beautifully summarized in the 21st verse of the 5th chapter so see these i'm giving you these important verses so you understand the overall message is not my idea it's it's comes is coming down for thousands of years so what does he say unattached to external contacts one finds happiness in the self uniting yourself to brahman by yoga one attains sukham akshayam the eternal bliss so you don't have to wait till self realization that is eternal bliss even if you are unattached and look within you will find true happiness here and now and you may say you keep your happiness let me keep my life you want to do that you do it but then this is the consequence that's the very next verse because he doesn't want you to wait straight away he gives the next verse it's 22nd verse what does he say for means if you don't the enjoyments that are born of contacts are only dukha yoni wombs of sorrow they have a beginning and an end the wise do not rejoice in them so the problem with the world is two things you the reason you are attached to the world is it provides an instant pleasure but that pleasure is a womb of sorrow because the mind is insatiable you gain the pleasure and that desire grows even more so again you're back to square one is sorrow and the second problem is that pleasure itself can't satisfy you because it's temporary it goes doesn't last that's why he says womb womb means you don't see the baby till it comes out right this is the problem with the world you don't see the sorrow until much later look at the choice of word dukha yoni he doesn't say it's sorrow is the womb of sorrow you don't believe me ask any fellow who married for a few years first what happened uh i fell and then after a few years i have fallen flat on my face right what is it? divorce rate is 70% what happened womb of sorrow first pleasure then pain everything is like child you have oh my child after a few years you asked that for which school to go 
which college it just goes on see one guy is a true story again he came to me he was telling me very philosophically he said i moved heaven and earth i did all i could i took loans i, I took my children i didn't i gave up my own social life took them to this class that class most of the at least indian parents here they have nothing else to do the drivers cooks cleaners for the children right and finally i got my dream his dream not the child he got his child in an ivy league college he got admission right that was his 20 year dream and uh, i said then what's the problem now he says you know what he's taken a music major in the in the college that fellow came home our first break playing the violin and this fellow was heartbroken he thought he'll become a doctor a lawyer or now he says i have to support his violin and him now never ending another person i'm giving you truth because it you believe it's right there's the womb of sorrow again something comes up never ends another person the daughter is doing well but now she's decided to marry a school teacher full depression what will happen to the children school teacher salary i say what's wrong with the school they have a problem they never end not just that friend you are you are assuming your life will go on do you know it you are subject to disease decay at any time death it's so fragile i know a couple i'm giving you true stories which have been accumulated over the years because it's all the time their 40 year old daughter dropped dead in front of them brain aneurysm just dropped dead have you ever heard anything another recent case the girl's mother just dropped dead out of nowhere it's so fragile you believe it will not happen to you it can happen to you me so there is a verse in the bhajagovindam which is not the geeta another textbook i told you which was written much later it says that water on a lotus leaf is extremely unsteady see water on a lotus leaf it just trembles little wind it will fall so is life unstable understand that the entire world consumed by disease and conceit is immersed in sorrow so at the mental level constant desire sorrow physical level constant disease you're fighting an emotional level that's the problem that arrogance conceit i know what i'm doing you will die but you will not learn this knowledge because you believe you know what you're doing so that's what the gita says he says this is the two words describing the world in the eighth chapter he calls it ashashvatam 
Ashashvatam means everything passes. It's fleeting. Dukkhalayam. It's the abode of pain. See, now you may be thinking how pessimistic. We came for optimism. The fellow is so pessimistic. I'm not... See, pessimism is when you see the sorrow, you don't have solutions. A Vedantin is you understand the reality. This is the reality. But there is a clear-cut solution, which is Vedanta. Seek the eternal. Like, I, like he just mentioned, you pursue the self, you'll be happy till you get to that infinite state. So what's your problem? So remember, friends, this world is just constant sorrow, one after the other. Victor Hugo says that in Les Miserables. You know what he says? The perfect smile belongs to God alone. Only when you reach that infinite state can you say, I have that perfect smile. Till then there will always be something. Hmm? So there is a story about this horse, you know. And the horse was being, every day it used to be uh, pricked by a deer, you know, one deer which had very big antlers used to prick that horse, every day. And he used to try and, but it couldn't outrun that deer. So finally he saw one human with a bow and arrow and the horse said, went to the human and said, can you do me one favor? He said, what? I'll, can you kill that deer? It's how much it's troubling me. I'll be so grateful. Human said, of course I can. I have a bow and arrow, but I, deer is too fast. He says, don't worry, man. You come on my back. I'll take you. I can, I can run fast. Human said, then no problem. So the deer took, uh, the, the horse took the human and they killed the deer. And the horse was so happy. Then, uh, the horse said, can I drop you? He said, yeah, drop me to my village. When he, the village came, the horse said, no, get off. The villager said, are you mad? I never knew how convenient this is. Now you are my driver. So the horse got rid of one problem, which is the deer. And what happened? Second problem. This is the world. You believe just that promotion, just my child, just this, just that. There's no such thing. So the only way is to pursue the self. There is no other way. But the problem is you're seeing this world. See, I'll, I know philosophy you won't understand, so I'll end with one story, another story. Because I know you like guys all like stories, right? So there was a wise man, and he was looking out from his balcony. And he saw a man far away looking for something under the street light. And that man was looking and looking and looking. And he said, poor fellow must have lost something valuable. Let me help him. 
So he went to the man and said, what have you lost? He said, you know, I lost my wedding ring. I'm going to be in serious trouble if I don't find it. He says, yeah, that's a big loss for sure. Let me help you. Let's start with where you first noticed that it was missing. He says, I noticed it right there. He points out to the dark bushes, you know, from where he's come. He says, you lost it there? Why are you looking here? He says, because there's light here. Absurd, no? This is exactly what you are doing. What is Vedanta saying? Huh? Happiness is not in the world. It is in the self. And what are you doing? I'm finding happiness in the world. Why? Because that's all I know. I'm seeing the world. You're like that man looking for the ring under the light. So friends, just because you see the world, you experience the world, doesn't mean what you are looking for lies in the world. All of you are looking like God knows what he's talking. That's the problem. So these wise men come and tell you, the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is telling you, look, it's somewhere else. Just because you're in the world, it's in the self. Right from the times of the Upanishads, Paramananda, Paramrita, this is the supreme bliss, the supreme immortality, Parimuchyanti Sarva. You are totally free from all sides. So don't worry. Even if you can't understand that, at least start with control over the mind, peace, success in the world, and continue gaining the knowledge of the self. So the last verse of the Gita concludes this message. What does it say? Wherever Krishna, the Lord of Yoga is, and Partha, the archer is, there arises prosperity, victory, glory, and sound policy. That is my conviction. This is the final verse of the Gita. Yatra Yogeshwara Krishna, Yatra Partho Dhanurdhara. Right? So, what he's saying is where there is this knowledge of Vedanta and the dynamic committed disciple like Arjuna. Arjuna was a man of action, a woman of action, whatever. There has to be dynamism and action on the side of the disciple, not sleeping. This combination is there, he says, Shri. Shri means prosperity, peace. Vijaya. Vijaya means achievement. What we talked about. Niti. Sound policy. Clarity of thinking. Bhutaha. Glory. Self-realization. So everything you get. Now what else you want? So you will be dynamic, successful, peaceful, clear and ultimately 
truly fulfilled, if you are genuinely committed, you got everything. Right there. Thank you, Gautamji, on your talk of achieving success with peace and true fulfillment. For more information on our live weekly lectures here in the U.S., visit our website vedantausa.org. For our worldwide work and lectures, you can visit vedantaworld.org.